Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, it's Denise Eckert from Bounce Me Coaching, and I love coming on here and sharing tips, techniques, and practices to help you reduce the stress in your life. And today I have Lee. Hi, Lee. Hi, Denise. So Lee is a coach, but she has a different twist to what she does. Lee, can you share with us with what you do? Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for having me on, Denise. I really appreciate it. Yeah, so I'm a certified life coach, and my specialty is helping people solve problems related to alcohol. So that's whether someone is, they want to stop over drinking alcohol, or if they just want to drink less, I can actually help them with that. And my my personal philosophy is I want to help that client find freedom from alcohol, where they're writing their new life story, and it's not being limited or defined by the past or alcohol. So Now, I know with things being so hard with COVID and people having to pivot their businesses. Have you found an increase for the need of your services during this time? Yeah, people are definitely drinking more. Um, my personal story, I, I struggled with alcohol for decades. I stopped in 2018, but I first started looking for help in the 90s. It's interesting because I'll reach out to people and say, I can help someone if you if you know someone who's struggling with alcohol. But you know, speaking for myself, there's so much shame and judgment around it you know, and I hid for decades, no one knew how much I was drinking. And so a lot of people will say, I don't know anyone that's struggling. And I think maybe they do know someone, they just don't realize it because that person is hiding in silence. Absolutely. And it's a lot like stress too, because it has got that mental health stigma. And a lot of times you don't even know what's wrong yourself, but it's so difficult to open up. Yeah. How do you help people open up about this problem? So I do, um, my coaching right now is all one-to-one. It's all private and I can accommodate people's schedule. But really what we do when we're working together is the biggest thing is it's not about willpower. Uh, A lot of times people will think that the way to stop drinking is, is using willpower and resisting. And it's really about looking at what are the underlying thoughts and feelings that someone is struggling with about a situation that's neutral and then they're responding by grabbing that drink. And so it's helping, helping them look at like coping mechanisms and how to, you know, address their feelings, their thoughts. We're not using willpower. We're helping them sit with those feelings and and really coaching them through what's coming up in their mind as they're dealing with things. Um, Alcohol itself is neutral. The act of taking a drink is neutral. It's just like food. It's neutral. It's how are people what are they thinking about it that's creating um, a lot of the negative emotions in their lives and a lot of the negative results? So that's my approach. Yeah. And right now too, especially with COVID, everybody's almost in that panic, that uncertainty. Mm-hmm. You really don't know what's going on tomorrow. Like you can't even make plans right now because you don't know what the restrictions are going to be or who knows, like everything is just so up in the air. So when someone comes to you, are there any steps that you take that person through? 
the first thing we look at is we talk about, like you talk about the example of COVID, that the situations around us truly are neutral. Circumstances are neutral. It may be factual that, yeah, maybe maybe our town is shut down right now, but what is someone thinking or feeling that's creating the result in their life? Like I know your podcast really looks at helping people with overwhelm and overwhelm is being created by what someone is thinking, someone's spinning up. And so it's those teaching them those foundational concepts first and then helping them learn um, specifically with over drinking to sit with the urge to drink. And again, it's not about willpower. It's not about counting days. It's teaching them how to have their own back. So let's say they don't want to have a drink and then they do end up taking a drink. That's okay. It's coaching them through, write it down, create awareness and move on. And so really creating that safe space to do that again, where they're not like white knuckling it, you know, grasping, trying to resist that drink or like white knuckling it on the steering wheel, driving by the liquor store. Um, that's, that's really where a lot of the struggle can come from for a lot of people is that that's what they're relying on. So. And what I love about you, what you're doing is that you're not black and white. There's a lot of different shades of gray. Yep. And that's very important too, because I mean, some people, yes, a lot of times they are doing things like self-medicating. Mm-hmm. Now, are there any other practices that you put into place or help people with to combat stress rather than grabbing a drink? Yeah. So we talk about like if someone does want to continue drinking, they just want to drink less. So one of the things that we help them do when I'm working with clients is help them kind of create like a drink plan. So the idea is that they'll plan what they're going to drink 24 hours in advance. So let's say they're like, yeah, I'm going to a party tomorrow. I want to have a couple of glasses of wine. Be like, okay, plan for it. Plan that it's going to happen. Use our upper our upper brain to plan in advance. And then when they're there, again, really trying without willpower to not have more than what they planned. But if they do, then coaching them after the fact and saying, okay, that's fine. Let's write it down. Let's explore what were the thoughts that came up. Why did you decide to, you know, go past your protocol? And again, in a non-judgmental, non-shame-based approach. It's really the the biggest thing that I help my clients with is creating awareness through curiosity, not judgment. I mean, I dealt with, like I said, and I think a lot of people do, shame, so much shame and self-judgment. And it's really helping them learn the questions they can start asking to create that awareness and curiosity about like, why did I decide to grab that extra drink when I said I was going to have two and I decided to have three? What was I thinking? What was I making it mean about me? And really helping them explore in a safe space. Wow, that's amazing. So are there any tips or practices that you can share with the audience? Yeah. So um, like I said, I know your audience, one of the things is helping them deal with overwhelm uh, and stress. And so again, the first thing is like, if someone is feeling that, that feeling of overwhelm and stress, that that's an, an emotion. And so just slowing down, like we can catch ourselves and say, what am I thinking right now? Why am I choosing to think this thing, this thought that's creating this feeling of overwhelm? Um, It can be in regards to a situation or a trigger, which is fine, but then just getting curious and like putting that pause in there and saying, what am I making this situation mean about me? Or what am I making this interaction mean about me? One of the questions I love is how can I let this be easy? Especially if someone is dealing with overwhelm or stress, you know, our minds are incredibly powerful. And so asking our brains a question, our brain is going to answer. And so if we say, how can I let this situation be easy or is there a different way I can think about this situation? What would that look like? Um, and, and again, our, our our brain's bias is to go toward the negative because it's trying to protect us. So nothing has gone wrong. But it's like, again, we can use the power of our higher brain and say, 
I'm just going to sit here and get curious, curious and explore. Why am I feeling overwhelmed? What am I thinking right now? Why am I choosing to think this? Yeah. And when you are in overwhelm and in stress, you just feel you're not thinking straight and you've Mm -hmm. got all these little parts. And just because you're more than likely tired, you're exhausted. And when you are living like that, you don't get a lot of sleep because you just can't shut off. But you're not focusing on the right things either, I find. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of and we that hamster wheel that doesn't end. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is, is creating that pause just, and that's the first step of awareness is helping a client understand, Hey, first I, I realize I feel this overwhelm and then helping them create, create that pause and be like, okay, pause. Mm-hmm. Let's get curious. Even if it's just for a minute and building that skill to do that, because the actions that we take are a result of our feelings. So even if we're doing like coping ac- actions or, or maybe we're lashing out because we're feeling overwhelmed, that's all in response to how we're feeling. So if we can catch ourselves and put a little pause there, then we start to take agency back on our lives and can make better you know, choices that are more intentional. Yeah, that's so powerful. And that relates to a lot of different things because there's, you know, food, sex, mm-hmm. there's a lot yep. of different things that Yep. respond to to help us get yeah, through yeah. difficult times so how is your approach different with helping people to stop over drinking than most like rather than aa or different other other different programs out there so my approach is different so a little bit on my background like i said i started looking for help in the 90s um i did look at 12-step recovery programs i did look at rehab i even tried hypnosis and none of those were a fit for me I discovered this coaching program after I had stopped drinking and I was just blown away. I wish I had found this in the 90s, but I was like, again, it's one-on-one private confidential coaching and weekly support. And the most important thing, again, is that it's not relying on willpower. Um, Willpower is finite. And so the analogy that I love to use is it's like holding a beach ball underwater. You can do that, but you can feel the resistance. That beach ball is just going to want to come up. And so by helping my clients learn how to allow the beach wall to come up, not rely on willpower, allow that feeling to come up, and then helping them realize it's going to be okay. If you sit with this urge to grab a drink, it's only going to last 60 to 90 seconds on average. That's generally how long an emotion lasts. And so letting someone be learn how to sit in a safe space with that urge and realize that they're going to be okay on the other side and come out of it okay, that that's huge. And that's where people can take their agency back. And then, like I said, it's also not about labels. It's not about counting days. It's first helping them get in tune with what they're feeling. Why do they feel like they have to grab that drink? What is going on? Then helping them learn how to process that feeling and sit with it in a safe space and building that skill. It's like learning how to ride a bicycle. It's a skill, you know, helping clients learn that. One of the things, which is a societal thing, is, you know, society tells us we should be happy all the time. And it's like, that's, that's not true. And that's, our life is 50-50. There's 50% good things and 50% not so good things. And it's okay to sit with that and to learn that it's for, it's fine for me and my client to sit through something that's uncomfortable. That's part of life. To me, the 50-50 is what creates the 100% of our human experience as human beings. And so helping them realize even just, it's okay. It's okay to not feel good. That's 50% of the time we may not be feeling good and that's fine. Unlike, you know, we'll hear these societal messages. Oh, you should be happy. If you're not happy, something's wrong. Grab a drink, grab a bag of chocolate, go shopping. So, so those are some of the differences. And like I said, it's, 
I can schedule around people's schedules if they're working, it's private, it's confidential. So, yeah. Wow, that's very powerful. So we're going to wrap this up. Are there any final words you'd like to share with the audience? No, like I said, I think the biggest thing for your audience, again, some things to help them if they're dealing with overwhelm and stress and they want to get back into balance is just having that awareness to kind of catch themselves when they're in that feeling of overwhelm and just creating that pause and then and getting curious, asking their brain questions, but without judgment. That is the biggest thing is just basically saying, what am I, why am I feeling overwhelmed right now? What am I, what is going on? What am I thinking about this situation? But not judging ourselves, just getting curious to explore and then using the power of your brain and basically saying, what would it look like if this, if this were easy? You know, what's another way I could look at this situation? And our brains are amazingly powerful. And if we, if we are ask our brains good questions, it'll come back with good answers. So. Great. Yeah. Well, all uh, Lee's contact information will be in the posts and show notes. So if you'd like to get in touch with her, that's great. So, well, thank you very much, Lee, for being here. It was wonderful information. Yeah, thank you, too. It was great uh, seeing you, Denise, and thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. Great. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.